The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast it's wednesday and this is your second of our twice weekly progressive politics and current events podcast that we bring you uh and this is fr- coming at you from the state where the legislation actually thought of doing the buddy system for the session that's currently in right now so that them hookers don't entrap them i don't know if you heard about that because but... <laughs> it's a problem it's, it's a problem, problem. Apparently, oh, so it's hookers. a real problem you know, somebody mistakenly got knocked on the door and like, I'm your date for the night. And he's like, what? How dare you, ma'am? You are not my date tonight. <laughs> and she's like, look, date. I'm, I'm just here to. Well, and it's funny. He's like, I'm, I'm not here to fuck you. I'm here to like go to dinner. That's what escorts are here for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legally. So anyway, this is episode 172 and uh, I'm your host X and joining me as always, we have Kyle Steenblick and Felicia Entwistle. Welcome back. You two. Well, fucking Wednesday. Uh, you guys been up to anything? I mean, anything fun going on? Uh, ooh, I am going to be going to a striptease work shop this weekend, so I'm really looking forward to that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I I took my son to see Black Panther. Oh, yay! Oh, oh, he loved it so much, and he's like, I really love it because T'Challa. And first to hear a nine year old say T'Challa. It's, an, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one for your mouth. It's a little bit, yeah. But to hear him go like, I really loved him because he was not a normal superhero. He wasn't totally overpowered and he was a king. It was like, yeah. It's an inspiring <laughs> film. It's an inspiring film. It really and is. Yeah. By now, I'm sure I've seen it at least one more time. <laughs> that's my new MO. I, I like to go see oh, movies over and over again if I like them. I think my count was up to four on oh, and Star I, Wars, I think. I so because it has an incredible soundtrack that flows throughout the entire film. Yeah, it does. Uh pretty I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be great on mushrooms. I'm not advocating <laughs> anyone I am not advocating illegal drug use on this podcast. As a uh, but as a person that works if you've got them. Probably gonna be pretty great. As a uh person who had to turn down the soundtrack at work the other day because they a couple of times they dropped the n-word on there and i'm like oh i better not let the white bread people around here hear that word they're <laughs> oh they might be a little bit upset about that i'm like it's their word people a upset. it's no, their yeah. word i know i know far too many I, I know far too many people in our building who would be excited to hear that and <laughs> suddenly be like we can say that now where's can, the hood where's the hood <laughs> no you no, no you, you cannot. it's okay we can say it nope you can't. Just don't. No. Don't um, try. No. One of the uh, the best movie soundtracks that's come out in a while. Like, there's really not a bad yeah. track on there. I, I've like I've really enjoyed listening to it this week. Yeah, I'm listen to it Goddamn. Good. Yeah. So if, if this is the first time that you've heard us, uh, you missed Monday's episode. Go back and listen to that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you guys are checking Black out. Panther for everything now. For like yeah. the next two months. Yep. Uh, so we've got a lot for you to enjoy. But first, a word from another podcast you should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcast, and we will be right back. Have y'all ever wondered what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern SJW and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? President Trump's former staff secretary, Rob Porter, has been all over the news since he resigned from the White House last week. Uh, Porter, a Mormon, as it says here in this post by KUER.org, uh, left his position after his two ex-wives accused him of being physically abusive. Yeah. Um, yeah, has been since revealed that both of these women confided in their Mormon bishops 
mm-hmm. about the abuse and were encouraged to remain in their relationships. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. You know, not good advice, people. No. That, I mean, you no. know, here's the thing. A bunch of people have been like, they're untrained in how to deal with abuse. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, they're untrained in everything. It's not their training that fucking matters here. It's the fact that it's about women in ownership. It's about mm-hmm. women as property, and that's what their ultimate goal is. All right. Oh, if you if you want your stomach to really turn, Mormon Leaks posted the uh, the counseling video for uh, the senior presidency of the church talking to new bishops about what they're to do if they that they suspect abuse. Oh, interesting. And oh. it's usually doesn't involve the police at all. It actually suggests don't go to the police. It does not. Yeah, <laughs> you have to check it out. It was oh. like 20 minutes and it was turning my fucking stomach. I'm like, oh, I will not be God. checking that out because I have PTSD and it yeah. very will likely trigger me. And so let's, let's since I we're don't talking like being triggered. <laughs> since we're talking therapy, let's talk about this local therapist, Dr. Julie de Azevedo Hanks, which is a, a weird p- punctuation to the Acevedo weird. thing. It's like yeah. Acevedo Hanks, like, uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Whatever, okay. lady. I mean, cool. But uh, she specializes in women's emotional health and relationships. She's okay. also Mormon, and she says, unfortunately, the experiences of Colby Holderness and Ginny Willoughby, which are Rob Porter's ex-wives, are not unique. Nope. As she says here. She says, I've heard stories of Mormon women being counseled to stay with their spouse even when there is abuse present, she said. What women need to be hearing is that they're believed when this kind of thing happens. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. continues on, women may also minimize the abuse when they're reporting it. No, you do. You so do. Because you, you're, okay, you're made to believe that you're crazy. Okay? Yeah. So, for somebody to finally say to me, that sounds like abuse. Took me forever for me to believe it. So, like, somebody has to believe you. Somebody has to be like, that's fucking abuse. All right? Are you hearing me? That's fucking abuse. And it messes so, it messes with your head. It does. And the fucked up thing about Mormon churches is like the bishop's not a separate person from other people within the congregation. They're usually people within the neighborhood. They're usually friends with a lot of the men that are in the group. I mean, it's a community. It really is. And they and go so, to priesthood meetings. Yeah. They, they interact <laughs> primarily with the men and not mm-hmm. the women in their community. It's interesting how that works. And so it comes down to a question of whose narrative a church leader gives more weight to in this kind of thing. And so when I said that women minimize the abuse when they're reporting it, uh, usually it's worse than what they're usually saying. And it so, is. It is so much worse than what you're saying. As somebody who's been through it, uh, you minimize. You minimize it because there's other people have it worse other people have it worse and i mean i it this is just there's a lot of like there's a lot that's normal right couples fight couples Mm -hmm. fight oh yeah (laughs) if you don't you're not in a normal couple man (laughs) right so like yeah you couples fight and but most couples don't end up with the woman in a puddle crying on the ground apologizing when she had started the conversation with hey i'm not comfortable with this and then she ends up apologizing. That's not how fights yep. go. Like, and I don't no. just mean like, hey, I'm sorry for this thing. I mean, desperate tears. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow, that got real. Uh, yeah. funny let me thing. let me let me take uh, it from you. So yeah, let's, let's <laughs> yeah. just do something so, funny. Yeah. <laughs> she says she says here, women are also testing the water, so they need permission and someone to question how bad it is. Yeah. Because we're not talking about marriage problems. We're talking about a crime. They're so afraid, so, you guys. The fear is yeah. so real. And then she goes on to continue here. She says, he is a spiritual guide and not an expert in anything else. I, I would mm-hmm. question whether he's an expert in I, I would all, question but... whether he's an expert in anything. <laughs> like, literally anyone can be a spiritual guide. I can be a spiritual guide. Let me give you some mushrooms. Trust me. Well, I got they, also, they also give you a book. You know, not the Book of Mormon. They also give you like a desk reference manual that the bishop is supposed to use to help people out with these things. So yeah, the desk manual go, says don't tolerate abuse. It doesn't define abuse. Yeah, Do you know? <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, and so it says here that too often bishops think that everything is a spiritual problem when it's not. Spiritual problem with her. They're not the therapist. They're not the marriage counselor, and they're not their physician. And so that thing, this lady is doing a really good job with this too. She's doing a really good job of reminding Mormons out there that your bishop is just a ecclesiastical leader. 
Mm-hmm. He is not your marriage counselor. Don't Mm-mm. go to him with marriage problems mm-hmm. because Stop. he's probably going to tell you the wrong fucking thing to do. He's going to decide he's what, not to do your doctor. what he's going to do because the, the time, Mormon yeah. church is patriarchal at its core. He's going to tell you he's going to side with the dude. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell you to blow him more is what he's going to tell you. And Don't so she says that, that um, she implores Mormon clients not to give away their personal power. She says a bishop's local authority can be respected at the same time that an individual's personal authority is adhered to. As an active Mormon, Hanks admits that she was embarrassed that these bishops knew what they did know and they didn't do more. To all the other women who have been in their shoes, she says it's okay to be angry. She said that anger is justified. People have been wronged. People have been under-supported in the system, and it needs to stop. I'm excited that this is your power. Don't ever let somebody tell you that you need to just forgive and move on. No, you are allowed to be angry. You're mm-hmm. allowed to say that I'm You're I angry done. for a reason. You're yes. angry for a reason. Your emotions fucking matter. Yeah, I've Your had things matter. that have come up in my personal life where I will I am willing to move past them. Yeah. But I'm never going to fucking forget it, you know. Yeah. There are things There's, that you can there are flaws in a person that you can accept and then mm-hmm. there are things that you cannot. And abuse is not acceptable. And you know what? I'm yeah. you know what? I'm an extremist in this one. Get the fuck out. Do you know how hard it is for an abuser to stop being an abuser? Do you know how rare it is? It takes How hard years. is it for people to stop breathing air? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. I've been told it can happen by people who are way more educated in this than me. Mm-hmm. Uh they tell me that they, that abusers can change, but it takes years of therapy it takes a ton of work and the first fucking thing they have to do is admit that they're a fucking abuser and you know what that is so fucking rare and it doesn't have to happen with you in that marriage that's their journey you deserve to get the fuck out you deserve it women like just and men you know what i've heard of men in emotional abusive um, uh, emotionally abusive relationships too get the fuck out that's their journey not yours and so she finishes up here saying, I'm so excited these conversations are happening because what it does is raise awareness. And it's good if it scares people, too. And she says, uh, a great outcome from all of this would be that bishops to simply counsel less and refer to the experts more when they, they hear won't. accounts of abuse. They but they won't. won't. They, they never won't. will. No, they, they won't. won't. Like I said, Mormon Leaks has a 20-minute video out there of, they, yeah, call this hotline, you know, that kind of thing. They need to keep their women. Let, yeah. Let's be clear. The, w- the reason women are treated as possessions is because they need the women. You mm-hmm. always need the women. The Mormons need them to procreate. Yeah. And the thing is that <laughs> uh, women who get out of abusive relationships tend to get out of the fucking religion, too, mm-hmm. because they leave their controllers. They leave the ones who are telling them what to do right. and they find their interpe- independence in their voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And- yeah. Don't call that fucking hotline. If, if any, if anybody no. <laughs> listening happens to be in an abuse situation and also happens to be Mormon, don't don't call that hotline looking for no. help because you know where that hotline goes. It goes to the Mormon lawyers. It goes to their. <laughs> it goes to the Mormon law firm, and they will protect the bishops and the men. Yeah, they always do. There, we have evidence of that. Oh, they the do. church overall, the church over everything. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Oh yeah. But the church, mm-hmm. but for the church to be protected, they have to protect the right. men. Right. They have to. Absolutely. Yep. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I want the hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free of hell. All right, I've never heard the name of this guy by the name of Paul McGuire. But after listening to this video clip a couple of times to get a couple of things I wanted to talk about and uh, to set it up with a little bit of an after joke. Is he um, related to Lizzie? No, I doubt it. God damn it. That's a, that's a deep Disney cut, is what that is. That's yeah. a Hillary deep Duff. Disney cut. Hillary Duff. Yep. Is that yep. Lizzie McGuire? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That was a little bit. That was like the TV generation after mine. I loved her album. I did. She had an album. Teenager. Yeah, she had, yeah, she she had one. Oh. Fucking love it. Clarissa explains it all didn't have an album because I love that show. <laughs> all right. 
Maguire. What's his name? Yeah, this Maguire yeah, fucker. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's it's a lot of crazy. So it's only about a minute long. Well, I'm gonna let it play most of the way through. We'll interrupt when we have to. Where would we be today, February 2018, if Hillary Clinton That's had won Rick the Wiles election? Talking to him first. Hang on. Well, speaking of witches, I, I don't know if this is a fact or not, but I've, I've read many accounts which suggest that she is a practicing witch, <laughs> part of the witch's coven at the very highest levels. I think uh, Hang on. she has a demonic hatred in her. She's issued her statement about the deplorables revealed what was in her heart. I, I believe that if Hillary Clinton had become president of the United States, what do you believe? Like Jezebel, she would have persecuted, arrested, fined, imprisoned, and perhaps killed America's pastors. She would have shut down the preaching of the gospel, and the gates of hell would have broken loose on our nation. Really? Oh my God, yes! And in I, response, in response, a, you gave me like an early cat Mother's Day gift because I have a cat, <laughs> not kids. Uh, that was amazing. In response, response. we have Bill Murray. Disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, (laughs) earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. (laughs) Mass hysteria. Enough, (laughs) I get the point. <laughs> uh, oh my god, that's amazing! She's a Christian. So she is more Christian than Obama <sighs> ever was. Right, but but there are demons. <laughs> She's a witch. A, a, a witch in a high level coven. Ooh, what's a high level coven? Okay, I was a uh, wicked. Um, People need to go watch the <laughs> South Park witch hunt episode. Oh my god! I wanted so to join a witch coven <laughs> after that. Because <laughs> They just all get together wearing witch outfits and get fucking stoned. Yeah, that's <laughs> what witches do. Like modern so witches. Funny. Oh, like yes. Jezebel, she would have persecuted, arrested, fined, imprisoned, and perhaps killed America's pastors. Oh, yeah. Mean, like, well, I mean, it's not like... exactly it's not exactly a stretch. Most of them are breaking the law <laughs> in some pretty significant ways. So, wait, you mean like? Trump is doing to easy to spot immigrants who are following the law. Oh yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. want to be a real fucking thing if we hear if we hear at the end of everything when the Trump administration leaves we find out that ICE mm-hmm. has actually been killing these people instead of sending them to the other countries. Hmm. Sorry, that's kind of a dark thought, but that's how oh. the camps kind of worked, guys. I mean, that's they got deported. Yeah, they sure did. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah no uh they're. There are some real problems going on in uh, these prisons, and it's dark right now. We don't know what's going on. And when I say dark, meaning we don't hear about them. Yeah. Uh, people are being deported en masse already. People who yeah. are the easy targets. They're not going after gangsters and criminals. No, not anymore. No, anyway. no, no science teachers. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> science teachers and doctors and service members and. Lo- your local well, if they wanted worker. to get, if they wanted to be here, they should have done it legally. Is so sure. from all these people. Except there was no way for them to do that. We're having mass deportation of mothers and fathers who are yeah. not criminals because they're the ones that are easy to find. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder if they've uh, gone to that church that we have here, the Uni- Unitarian Church, where that lady's been holed up. If they've actually got her out of there yet, I wonder. I don't I heard anything so. about that. I but anyway, back either. to this. Paul McGuire guy. Yeah. I mean, oh, really? there's more? There's no, 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 he's done. Oh, yeah. Which is oh, coven, gosh. though. It's just that was really the like <laughs> gates of hell opened. The gates, oh. of hell. the gates of hell would have literally been God. open. Wow, they go <laughs> like I mean, people say we're hyperbolic for being like uh he You know, Trump's offended a, by somebody calling like a black person Sambo. Our, our pearl clutching. Yeah, people say like we're hyperbolic uh, for really? calling Trump a wannabe dictator. Like they're going like gates of hell and shit. Yeah, like, gates I'm of hell. Sorry, but they like they're like invoking supernatural, <laughs> the TV show. <laughs> like they're and, talking like the pale rider I mean, uh, going across. What the... <laughs> kills what kills me is yeah, you bring up the fact that yeah, it is 2018. Don't you think 
don't you think hell would have upgraded its gate? <laughs> I just find it that they can't just that... fly open all willy nilly. <laughs> no, have a have at least a couple of deadbolts on there. You know, oh, yeah, a chain on it. I'm pretty know. sure they've upgraded to door. <laughs> There's yeah. an elevator. Gates. All right, like, <laughs> escalator, an escalator, from <laughs> escalator, an escalator. From access con- access control double doors. They don't just and... fly open. Yeah, the witches, you know, it it takes some uh it takes some uh, engineering knowledge and mechanics knowledge. You know, they they yeah. the, these witches are actually really quite brilliant. Yeah. I mean, really, why don't they just make it like the 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 man trap of hell, you know, because that's <laughs> kind of what is kind of a gate gateway keeping system. Wait, that sounds like a great name for a gay bar, the man the trap. The man trap of hell. Man trap. Oh, that is the a man trap. That's a great name for it. Quick, huh. somebody trademark that shit. <laughs> let's get our assless chaps and go make. Let's go make jobs. Let's <laughs> all chaps are assless X. That's inherent in being chaps. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> you know they're also crotchless. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Hashtag butt stuff. Ah. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Now, stepping into our realm a little bit, we have a uh, a news item from babe.net, which, you know, their writing is atrocious. It really is. Really bad, though. Yeah. Um... I mean, people can say that about almost any blog that's out there. Anyway, but this is about a YouTuber who claimed that being a vegan cured her of cancer has suddenly died of cancer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I am laughing at this. Fuck you people that think I shouldn't laugh at the dead people that claim that vegan eating and clean eating is going to has killed people because of this. And that's what we're, that's kind of what we're going to get into here a little bit here. It says a YouTuber that who said that eating a raw vegan diet, drinking juice and praying to God had cured her cancer has passed away. Mary Lopez, uh, one half of the vlogging duo, Liz and Mary come at us, fans come at us, uh, succumbed to an aggressive terminal cancer that spread to her blood, liver and lungs. It metastasized to some of the worst that you can get like blood cancer. Mm, I mean, they can treat some of that, but like mm, the only thing goddamn. worse is a connective tissue cancer. Jesus, I'm sure it probably had already gone to bone and all sorts of other areas. Connective yeah, tissue yeah. Most, is some... most blood cancers, most blood cancers, yeah, are from bone. Turn into t- or bo- start bone as marrow, from cancer. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, if it was in her liver, yeah, there's no doubt that she had blood cancer. But oh, yeah. God. So she was known for posting viral videos about how she was able to cure her stage four diagnosis. No. We know a gentleman that has a stage four diagnosis and he is just enjoying every day because he realizes how terminal this is. Yeah. He His, he's, he's not, dying. Praying, he's dying. He's not praying to God. He's yeah. not doing vegan diets. He's not doing anything of the sort. He just wants to make sure that uh, people like him can smoke marijuana for their pain without yeah worrying that they're going to go to jail while dying and one of the, there was a guy recently that passed away that i used to do podcasting with a little bit yeah uh used to write on the the other website kyle and i are associated with uh he died of um ocular cancer it, it mm-hmm. spread to his brain so he was oh, gone like within shit. weeks he was done and we know bud we've talked about bud, bud. on the show before yeah. 
Yep. It, you're not going to be healed by praying, drinking juice, and vegan diets, guys. He could, it's he not could hardly eat. He could yeah. hardly eat. He he most definitely got. He most definitely was not eating a healthy diet at his the end because he couldn't eat. He, he his stomach couldn't handle it because he had cancer in his stomach. Because oh, yeah. eight from eight days of diagnosis, he died. Yep. Dogged so no yeah. vegan vegan you you're gonna tell me that my friend could have prayed to god and eaten vegan and he would have lived go fuck yourself go fuck yourself well, especially since the results speak for themselves in this case and she's fucking dead yeah <laughs> not just dead but like like even if they could bring her back from that and be like oh well you still have all these other cancers now you know mm-hmm. it's like not gonna happen so in an interview with babe liz johnson who was the other uh who was the other half of the show, who was doing the videos with her aunt, Mary, uh, doubled down on her belief, saying she completely stood by what she posted. So, Wow, go fuck yourself forever. Go fuck yourself forever. It says, the, these two made videos that amassed hundreds of thousands of views, regularly posted about how Mary had recovered from her terminal diagnosis. I'm how can she stand by now. this? How can she stand by this? No, just wait, I'm getting to that. So they told their followers on on no uncertain terms could they do the same, uploading how-to videos like Stage 4 Cancer Healed by Juicing and Raw Vegan Diet Part 1, and then like that had 300,000 views, the next one had 400,000 views when they made a Part 2, and they gave their recipes for that would clean, quote-unquote, all the toxins out of your system. That's not how toxins work. I hear toxins, and I'm like, fuck, nope, Nope, you're using buzzwords. Nope. The other one is chemicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then let's see. Mary at one point uh, pointed at one juicer and said, "I recovered from cancer with this machine." As they were selling these juicers to people, so huh. interesting mm. charlatans. And so, of course, lots of people out there that have had cancer and or like had loved ones that had cancer, and they wanted to thank these two for sharing their journey. Some fans even said they would encourage their partners to follow the juice diet for the diagnosis. That's disgusting. You guys are killing people. They're killing people. They're killing people. Here's where it here's where it <laughs> takes another sad turn here. Mary referred to how she was able to cure cancer in 90 days by drinking juice, right? And she also said that her renewed faith and diet pushed her to renounce her lesbian sexuality. Oh no. no. <laughs> how the fuck is this happening? How the fuck are like lefty vegan like organic people? Suddenly, like going right wing and saying gay is bad. When did this happen? I was healed by God and faith and used to live a gay lifestyle, she said in one video. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this went on for like over a year when uh, these two were posting and be- put their posted videos behind a paywall on Vimeo. They deleted that account, offering tips on juicing recipes and advice on how to cure cancer. Until 2017, uh, the summer of last year, when Liz posted an update on Mary's condition saying she's not feeling well. Blood cancer kind of does that to you, man. It yeah, doesn't make you feel well. <laughs> yeah, blood was not yeah. well. Again, it, the thing is that you're not feeling great and then randomly find out you have cancer. First, you show symptoms and it's not good. No. And so by October, she was sick with the aggressive cancer in her blood we were talking about there affecting her mm-hmm. lungs and liver. And by December, she was in the hospital, and the doctors only gave her days to live, the lady wrote on Facebook. And then two days later, she passed away. Days to live. And days to live. Fucking hell. Yeah. The and sure the worst part is here. Cancer. That Liz lady, her, her uh, cousin, or not cousin, would it be her niece, uh-huh. uh, said that she would have survived if she stuck to it. And so, hang on, let me, get, let me explain oh. that to you. Uh, when they were talking to Babe, uh, Liz said that her aunt was pushed by her sister. You know, this is Liz's mom. <laughs> the, so her aunt's sister, which is her mom, uh, to start radio, like radiotherapy and chem- chemotherapy, which she thinks disrupted her diet of juicing. And she refers to this as inconsistencies, which she thinks pushed Mary to her death. Liz's mom favored conventional medicine, while Mary wanted to follow alternative treatment. You know who well and how it worked really well for Steve Jobs? Alternative. That alternative medicine that he had that made mm-hmm. it so he fucking died. Andy you know? Warhol like crystals. Mm. And Liz says here in her own words, she was following a raw vegan style diet 
My family is not familiar with that style of living. What happened was, as Mary was living with my mom, my mom started to tell her that she needed to eat meat now. She said it was okay to use things that she didn't want to use. My aunt was very against the microwave because of cancer-causing issues with that. Gee, you think the microwave gave you your fucking cancer? Nope, you know probably not. what the doctor not. told Bud when they said, you've got a couple of weeks to live? He said, mm -hmm. well, I guess I don't have to worry about smoking cigarettes. And they're like, no, you don't. <laughs> and my mom would cook things for her using the microwave. My mom would buy her burgers and things like that, and she didn't want to eat that. But after a while, she just said, okay. And, and when you give in too many times, you just end up saying whatever. I feel like that's what caused the issues. That's where the inconsistencies were. She was telling people in her videos that they needed to eat this way, but at the same time, she was having her own struggle. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's that not... That sounds an awful lot like worked. you don't that believe was... in Jesus enough to me. That was, no, that was after you're depressed. That was you're after depressed. the cancer came back. Too, you're depressed because you didn't believe hard enough. <laughs> nope. That's not how this works. No, not. Holy fuck. You're killing people. It's fine. You're killing yeah. people. Go yeah. fuck yourself. It, Go it, fuck yourself. It won't, so even it won't cure it. That's just not gonna. That's Fuck. not how, oh my God, take one college biology class. You mm -hmm. can just audit it. Don't have to pay for it. Just take one. You'll figure out real fast how cancer works. And it's not that. Mm -hmm. So even after her aunt passed away from the cancer, Liz is certain you could still heal yourself through just prayers and juice. I mean, of course, because it's making her money. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, I completely agree with the message. She said. I would agree with it, and I still go behind that message. Uh, you have all your you have your spiritual side and your physical side that work together to improve you as a whole. That's the message she's trying to say here. And she said that towards the end of her life, Mary asked her to take down the videos proclaiming the healing powers of that vegan diet. And Liz said, nah. No. No, she's going to keep the videos up, genuinely believing that they would give case, uh, cancer patients help. She even called the experience a quote-unquote test of faith. Test of faith. Wow, go fuck yourself forever. Yeah. She didn't want anybody listening to her, which I understood because I knew that she was depressed. She was upset because her cancer had come back. Well, I can yeah. understand how I can understand how maybe she didn't want to give people false hope. I had to pray a lot about it because I could feel her pain, but in my own relationship with God, I knew it could still help people. It could still make a difference in people's lives. It could still give hope. Mm. Nope. <laughs> um, uh, she said that she's going to keep <laughs> up the vlogs of her and Mary discussing her cancer even and even add the premium video clips for free. So they're just going to spread more of this bad woo-woo bullshit to more people that need to hear shit from doctors. Go to your doctor. Okay. You two are not doctors. Just like we are not politicians. Yeah. Don't take political advice from a podcast. No, no. Okay. <laughs> Don't take medical okay. advice from a podcast. Fuck no. Then go to your doctor. That's go to your the, doctor. That is going to be but... the extent of our medical advice. Okay. Put pressure on it if you're bleeding and then go to the doctor. <laughs> go to the doctor. That's it. Here's, here's what pisses me off about this. And here's what makes me feel just fucking furious. Peddling hope to the, the families of terminal patients is so evil. fucking same, evil. It's the same shit that psychics do. Well, I make people feel better about losing their loved ones. Yeah. Well, robbing them of their memories, which is all they have left. Yeah. Their memories are the memories of a person matter. They shape who we are. They influence our decisions. And you are exploiting that for your gain. And yeah. to exploit, exploit death and cancer mm -hmm. for hope, go fuck yourself. You know what? Yeah. Bud didn't have hope. But you, you would have just stolen money from his surviving girlfriend, his mm -hmm. widow. You would have just stolen money from her for false hope. It's disgusting. And I hope some disgusting. of their friends, friends find this because I'm going to tag the shit out of it. I, and I, I hope they come I after us so. with this. I hope so because I've. Because I've been, I've been in that position where you have a, a loved one terminally ill in the in a hospital, and you have people coming in saying, "Oh yeah, this can help." 
and they come they they come in and they they give they give you hope and even if you're sitting even sitting there and this is why it's so fucking dangerous because it is you are in a very vulnerable place and the second someone tells you the second someone tells you there's a chance that this can help you you throw all reason out the window because that love that you feel for that person is everything and losing them is the end right and i mean i remember sitting there and bud was dying and i held his hand and i thought about you know spontaneous remission's a thing like i i was i could have been taken advantage of me the person here screaming no woo i I yeah. sat there and thought, Stop, there we I wanna save him. I wanna save him. I wanna save mm-hmm. him. Like I just I, I thought of I I hoped and hoped and hoped. And there was part of me that was like, he's not gonna die. He's not gonna die. He's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. There was always a part of me that wanted that so bad. And the day he died, we were there and there there was a, a part of me that was reaching and grasping for anything that he would wake up that that he I wouldn't have to hear his death rattle that that it wouldn't happen and he died all the same there was nothing that was going to save him and we had to just live with it and be there because we loved him and to sell to people who are that raw who are going through that pain it is despicable it is despicable yeah. Yep, and I guess I'm betting the last thing that you thought in your mind while you were sitting there or standing there, both of you guys, is, you know, he could really use a kombucha right now. <laughs> I would have yeah, tried it. No, I but, on, but honestly, it. honestly, you fucking yeah, kidding no, me? fuck. If they, if if a nurse, if a nurse had walked in and said, you know, there's a good chance that this could help, shove oh, it, give it to him, pour <laughs> it down, the, pour it down his feeding tube. Here's two hundred dollars. <laughs> Let's fuck. I mean, for fuck's sake, I sat, I sat, I sat in a in a hospital. While a physical therapist talked to us about how muscle memory is a serious thing and it can help regenerate neurons in the brain. And all we have to do is every day exercise all of the muscles that he was used to normally using. So, you yeah, know, all of we them. Spent, <laughs> yeah. So we spent days, you know, making his making his legs walk, making him open and close his hands for him so yeah no this was this was my dad we spent days doing this with a physical therapist the whole time the whole time feeling like this is helping this is helping we're this is gonna this is gonna help make it better no that's okay let's just go ahead and rack up those fucking youtube views and let's uh sell people juicers and you know Mm -hmm. let's let's say oh a raw vegan diet full of juice is going to save these Mm -hmm. people nope Nope, nope. No. It didn't save her in this case, and it won't save anybody else. So, please, if you find yourself to be a fan of these kind of people, mm-hmm. please stop. Stop. You know, I mean, I don't give family. a shit what you eat. I don't care. Go to a goddamn doctor. And you know what? There <laughs> are certain cancers. Doctors. There are certain cancers where uh, changing your diet, uh, they have to. It's a certain kind. Just listen. There, there will be times where changing your diet might help. It might just, it might just make you feel better. It just and and feeling better is going to help you fight it, and that does that can be a thing because your ability to fight and your ability your energy to keep fighting it can mean the the difference between you living or dying. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. no. So yeah. Sometimes it's gonna it's gonna kill you. Sometimes yeah. and don't just don't do this to your loved ones. Just don't. No. No. It's so get painful. treatment. Get treatment. Fight it. And if, you, and if you can't fight it, just do it, everything you wanted just, to do. Yeah, just, start, just <laughs> smoke all the cigarettes. Just yeah. drink all the beer until the cancer kills your stomach. Like, right. The most, it, most important, don't do take don't take medical advice from a blog or a YouTube video or a podcast. <laughs> Listen to else. a doctor. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, 
utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Everybody is afraid of something. Cuttlefish. Deep sea fish. They make lights, disco lights. <laughs> to hypnotize their prey. And then... <laughs> I saw a documentary. It was terrifying. You know, it's a normal thing to be completely excited for like a movie coming out, especially one that is very important to a certain segment of our American culture. You know, about 13, 14% of it where they were removed from their kind of culture that they had. And so they've had to build a culture in the country that has brought them in. That's America. So black culture is the culmination of the, the whole slave movement that happened and the the fallout from it. I mean, it's a very, it's a conglomeration of African culture, Irish culture and American culture. Uh, yes, Irish, because in the early days of slavery, the indentured servitude of the Irish co-mingled with the blacks. And in fact, there was a revolution that combined the two. And then we uh, separated whites from blacks instead of slaves mm-hmm. from non-slaves. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So we have a uh, bat sock crazy. I mean, people invite him to campuses all the time. And I don't understand why people are like, oh, we need to protest this guy. He's just wrong. For the most part, yeah. like, there's no need to protest. Like when Sean Hannity comes to your college campus, let I me mean, by all means protest as much as you want to do, but don't try to like get people shut down. I mean, actually, if it's a public if school, if to, it's a public school, just you, let them come and do their shit. So actually, if you listen to the activists who are protesting these things, they are like, yeah. oh my, our goals were never to shut it down. Yeah, like if you actually listen these to the activists, the, the student organizations, they're like, no, we were just trying to provide counter uh, commentary, kind of counter yeah. commentary. That's and they do, and it's uh, except Milo. Milo's had it coming. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but for so the anyway. most part, it, for the most part, it's not been to shut it down. That's the interesting thing is that the activists on the left are like, no, 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 no. They can say what we're just countering their speech. Yeah. Oh, they just oh, don't oh, get to say oh, it in oh, a vacuum. Oh, oh, that's, 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 that's what the it thing, is. is. That these guys are like, I have a right to free speech. I'm never going to be PC. Great, I get to say whatever the fuck I want. No, you don't. You that's, don't that's get to have it both my... ways. Yeah. That's oppression. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. So Ben is going to talk to us about Black Panther. And oh, just please, wait. by all and... means. Everyone in the media is talking about the most important thing that has ever happened See? in the history of humanity. Patton Oswald. Or at least since <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner became a, a woman, a transgender oh. woman. Oh, he, had Boy, he tripped over that. Saying that didn't he? Boy, he had a hard time with that one. <laughs> First of all, Caitlyn Jenner was always a woman. Second of all, she is a piece of shit. Yeah, she's yeah, an yeah, absolute she's horrible yeah. person. She's a terrible Don't like human her. being. She Don't killed like her somebody. At all. No, she's horrible. Always I, a woman. I've, always a terrible I've, woman. I've enjoyed South Park's portrayal of her. Yeah, I have too, because they acknowledge she's a hor- She's a woman. Buckle up, buckaroos. She <laughs> killed a woman. She killed a woman and got away with it and will never, yeah. ever, ever let her forget that. That yeah. running joke of her running somebody over every fucking time they get in the car. Every I goddamn love it. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. Mm-hmm. She's horrible. She's a All right. shit human being. Ben, what are you saying? And that, of course, is the release of Black Panther. It is so deeply important. It is, uh, we, we've heard it's deeply important to millions of black Americans who, after mm-hmm. all, were not liberated from slavery 200 years ago. It wasn't uh, 200 years ago. 150. Yeah. 150 years ago. That, 150 yeah, let's years keep, ago. But that's okay. Let's keep moving those goalposts further yeah. and further back so you can yes. pretend like it wasn't just right around the corner, right. asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, we ended way, slavery. You should be just fine. So it's still nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and since we didn't ever give them their two acres and a mule, we never did. No, we didn't. That economic impact is going to last generations. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm thinking some form of reparations. I know a lot of people are against that idea, but I would yeah. love well, this, at, this, at this po- at this point. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against. I'm not against it on a full ride scholarship forever. All you, all ground, of your kids. But, yeah, you know? there we go. I could, but it's it's one of those things that is so problematic. To it's lo- it's very loaded. It's very <laughs> loaded, and it would be very hard to actually. Well, the thing is that do. uh, we'd have to to do that. <clears throat> For a lot of people, yeah, and yeah, um, not, not just the black never community to. too. That's the thing. <laughs> we we it's, yeah, I mean well, we owe we owe Latin Latinx so, people. Yeah. We owe natives. Native, the, we, the we indigenous owe native, people. We owe God, hard, uh, hard, and slavery. 
I'm yeah. not there's... saying it's not justified. It is. No, ju- absolutely justified. But I'm there's... just saying, just never going to happen. So anyway, two hundred no years ago, he said, "Yeah." Oh, and by the way, right. uh, no, Black Panther is not the most important thing. No one ever claimed no. that. It's just meaningful. It's called art, motherfucker. Yes, it is. It's called also emotional. Escapism, it is. It is know, culturally significant. Representation. It's yes. culturally significant. Uh, is it more significant than uh, the Emancipation Proclamation? No. No, no one. Oh wait. Oh, was. hang on. You're getting ahead of okay. yourself there. Okay. Hang, hang okay. On. And liberated by the Civil Rights Movement uh, with federal legislation, have not been gradually restored to what sh- always should have been full civil rights in the United States. And none of that has mattered up till they made a Marvel movie about a superhero who is black in a country filled with black people. Wait, what? Not quite as simple as that. Wait, hold on. Filled with black people. Um, 13% of the population is not filled. One. Oh, no, I think he was talking talking about about the country of Wakanda. Oh, 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 he's saying that like it's disparaging or something. He's saying that that he's just being downright dismissive. He's just saying, oh, this movie that's so important about a black person wearing a black outfit inside a country full of black people is so damn important. It is. Yeah, it is very yeah. important. Yeah, it is. But that's the thing about art is that it can be important without being the most. Oh, see, you, we don't rank art on importance of civil movements. It's, it's emotional and, and transformative. Yeah. The art doesn't come in ranking. That's thing about no, art. No, it doesn't. But and I don't understand. I, mean, we I don't can, understand we why Shapiro's da- even trying to weigh in on this. Oh, I mean, he's he so like far out of his depth on this because that, he doesn't like black people. Well, no, he doesn't like black people, but he's so far out of his depth that that Jaws couldn't find him. Like Ben, do you have you read comics as a younger man or no, as I a current it. man? I'm pretty sure he doesn't. He's busy doing other things. Not fucking women. <sighs> Are you? <laughs> no, he's got a wife and kid. So, I mean, and he, he drags the kid into it and I'm probably going to cut it before we even get to that point. But he, he, if you want to bring up the category on jeopardy of things that never happened for 500, Alex, it'd be this conversation you had with this kid. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I'm going to let it talk about this. That is the real, that's the change, right? Blade was not enough. Catwoman (laughs) with Halle Berry. No. Okay. Wakanda is where it is. This is the most important moment in black American history. Not Martin Luther King. Nobody has even Nobody said, that. said that. Nobody said that. that. Is... Nobody said that. Nobody said that. But and we talked about it briefly before. Hey, look over here. Look at the <laughs> straw man that I've built. Right. Yeah, Blade. No, Blade. Blade is not a black character. Catwoman, not a black character. No, they were, they were played, played by, by black, black actors. actors. <laughs> their, their, their blackness their, their was their completely I- irrelevant. Yes. That's like him bringing up Michael Clark Duncan playing, playing Kingpin on the Daredevil movie. Which, by yeah. the way, is fine. We we right. should have characters that right. their blackness is irrelevant. Or right. Heimdall and Thor would be more time oh, yeah, appropriate, that's, I that's guess. A, yeah, Heimdall yeah. and Thor, his blackness is irrelevant to Absolutely. his character. Yes. That does not yes. make it insignificant no, in the context of the culture. But, that, but we need more stories that talk about the experience of blackness. Right. Because because the, it's been assigned to them. Society has done it. It's been done. Yeah. But we heard, Ben, the most important thing that nobody's even said that that's the most important thing. No. It's, it's Nobody in their right mind it. would say that, dummy. No, they, it's been described in varying words as emotionally resonant. Yeah. I agree with that. Would that I, say, would I yeah. say that the most important movement in feminism has been Wonder Woman? No. No. Was no, it that was Mad Max Fury Road. Fuck yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> was it emotionally resonant for me? Yes, it was. Did yes. it was it inspiring? Was it important? Yes. Was it the most like what is he even talking? It doesn't these are two different things. Mm-hmm. One is art, the other is the real world. Art yeah. is important. Art is important, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it is not this there it's we get you're it. complaining. We get it. Yeah. You're, you're 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 comparing uh Fiction ibuprofen, ibuprofen with reality to the Van Gogh. Like you're comparing ibuprofen to the Van Gogh is what you're doing. <laughs> All right, let's let him finish up a little bit more. Not Frederick Douglass, not the Civil War, not the end of Jim Crow, none of that. Not Brown versus Board. The most important thing is that Chadwick Boseman puts claws on his hands and a mask on his face 
and runs around jumping off cars in CGI fashion. Right. Deeply, so you clearly deeply important. Haven't seen the movie. Black- you haven't seen the movie. You clearly. haven't seen the movie because and he doesn't know nothing about it. He, there's not a ton of that in the movie. I mean, well, no, there's, there's one car chase. There's one, there's one, one scene. You've yeah. seen the trailer. All right, honey. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you get for car chases. Mm-hmm. So. Children everywhere will now believe that they too can be superheroes who jump off cars in fictional countries. Sure. Uh, sure South Korea. That's not South how that works. Spoilers. South Korea is a real country. Yeah. He didn't jump off cars in Wakanda. No. no. He jumped off cars in right. South Korea. So he, he clearly didn't see the movie. Um, which is always good. It's always good to talk about things that you haven't seen. The The outrage brigade that gets pissed off about stuff without actually even consuming it. Mm -hmm. He's, he's press. I'm sure he could get a, uh, an invite to the like screener or something like that. I'm sure he could. Sure. Did he, did he make that effort? No, no, he, he, I'm sure he wouldn't have made that effort, but he could have gone as a guest of somebody. But yeah. that would require somebody liking him enough to invite him. <laughs> so, Burn. not going to happen. And yeah. I can pretty much guarantee you, it's not going to happen at all, ever, now. Oh, he's not going to go see this movie. It's- no, he's not. No. Very important. Now, you may sense that I'm mocking a little bit. The reason I'm mocking a little bit... No! Really? No, really? No! God, sorry. I just had to stop. You know because what? I hate this it kind was of identity really pop. funny mockery. It was really funny, it you guys. It funny. was super clever. It was, I mean, it felt like it was like there was insight into the art. Now, hang on. He's going to use one of the, uh, the, I, the alt-right. I mean, I can't, I don't think I can call Ben Shapiro alt-right, but he's going to use one of their favorite terminologies that they like <gasps> to bring up whenever they talk about us. So here mm-hmm. we go. It's very important. Now, you may sense that I'm mocking a little bit. The reason I'm mocking a little bit is because I hate this kind of identity politics. I think it's incredibly stupid. <laughs> oh, my this God. Identity not, politics. This is not Yay. identity politics. This is not politics. That's it's like not. Dave Rubin saying, you know, I hate identity politics, but I'm a gay man and I'm a gay man and I'm a gay man. I'm a gay mm-hmm. man, gay man, gay man, gay man that he talks about all the goddamn time on his yeah. show. Why is he bitching about this? This is my question. We've talked about this before. There Let is people not have their movies. There is not <laughs> another movie like this. There's not. There is not another black written, directed, led uh, superhero film Most designed. Cast, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, it doesn't it just doesn't exist. That is not about slavery or colonialism. Colonialism, I mean, like kind, kind of touches on, but no. <laughs> uh, American Gods was pretty good uh but the, the, the this kind of movie just hasn't existed it just no. has not and so why the fuck are you bitching like what the fuck do you have to gain from bitching about this what he has well, to gain is that he's a racist piece of shit well let's let's yeah. uh let's hear because let's you know hear. ben shapiro is a very jewish man so l- let's go oh. i think it's incredibly stupid because again i grew up as an orthodox jewish kid identity politics no. you say hmm Identity politics. You being about mad about identity? these people having about black people having a movie. And what did he just say? Hang on, let me rewind that five one seconds. One more in. time. One more time. I think it's incredibly stupid because again, I grew up as an Orthodox Jewish kid. Huh. Weird. What about that? It's almost like politics? you said something about your identity to inform, make it about politics. Inform of, your mm-hmm. your view of the world. Huh. Next oh. thing you know, they're gonna be calling him virtue signaling. I mean maybe. Or maybe it's just not about him. Maybe it's yeah. not about you. How about that? Maybe Where no American president has been Jewish. And no, no American that president has been Orthodox of. Jew. And yet, I grew up on 1776, essentially worshipping the Founding Fathers, none of whom were Jewish. Yeah, you right? And y- yesterday, my, my daughter actually yeah. is on, on Shabbat. So my, uh, sitting around with my daughter. Things that never happened for 500. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear. And it. my daughter was talking about how uh, she's talking about the presidents because she's learning at the pres- about the presidents in preschool. Uh, she's very politically active. My daughter. She's four mm. years old, uh, and she knows many of the presidents. She is familiar with the life stories of Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. And she no, said, "Daddy, was George Washington Jewish?" And I said, "No, he wasn't." And she said, uh, "Is Donald Trump Jewish?" And I said, "No, he's not." And she said, "Have any of the presidents been Jewish?" And I said, "No." No, she didn't. And she said, "Why haven't any of the presidents been Jewish?" And she's four, so I didn't go into the full explanation. But what I said is. You know, they, they just haven't been. But maybe there'll be a Jewish president in the future. Would you like to be president one day? She said, I don't know. It sounds boring. 
And so, which I think is, is a, an astute observation on the part of my daughter. But the point is this, right? If you're not telling your kids they can be anything in America, you're doing something wrong as a parent. And they can all, well, they've always been able to become president. They've yeah. always, your ki every kid has had the ability to become the president. Whether they have the same equality of outcome in that, mm -hmm. that's your guys' terminology bullshit that you like to use. So dumb. Why is she trying to make it all about Jewish presidents? Why does it got to be a Jewish identity politics that we're talking about here? <laughs> why are you why are you getting so upset? I mean, Ben, I mean, I'm just talking matter? here. I mean, I'm yeah, just, I'm just asking I, questions. I mean, why I'm do just we asking have to make it about? <laughs> Let's start using their ammo against them. <laughs> we could, but then we'd get cancer, and then we would have to go on a juice diet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there's okay, we're smart people. We can figure this out. So there's demons. <laughs> and they identify and as demons. They okay. identify as demons. And that makes them a specific voting block, and that's that's identity politics, and we're against that. Right. Okay, so the no demons demonic can't, identity politics. The demons can't talk about Demon their party, experience. 2020. Right. <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. It, it this isn't identity politics. This is art. And it your four-year-old is I'm coming sorry, to you and asking. Four-year-old is not asking those questions. Go. Fuck and a no, four-year-old is not, not politically active, like they he said. Not. They are politically not. active. They, you know how much I keep my kids away from politics, like all of it. Learning about presidents in school, not in preschool, and not like, kids. like, not beyond. Hey, George Washington was our first president. And they probably tell them the bullshit about the cherry tree because uh, that's yeah, a typical. Typical kind of thing you learn from schools, especially yeah, preschools and, 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 and stuff. They, and like, then they color a picture with an American flag, and that's what they do. Like they're like, "Yeah, this yeah. is our country. Yeah. We are in America." Because they're four. But he's not—he's not talking to his daughter about the shit that Henry Kissinger did in during Vietnam when he was bombing Laos and Cambodia. No, like not. you're not talking about politically active in that regard. What the fuck are you talking? About? She's very politically active. She's very she's politically not. active. Really? No, really. It sounds <laughs> like when people are like. My cat can see himself in the mirror. No, he can't. No, he can't. He may that see cat. something in the mirror, but he doesn't know it's him. My <laughs> pet can sense my aura. It knows that there are ghosts. Ooh, I love there. that one. That yeah. kind of thing. No, no. <laughs> my no. cat it just it. smells you. <laughs> no, your cat saw a spider. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's what you need to do for Ben. Ben, look over there. There's a spider. <laughs> uh, growing up, we used to point our cats to the spiders, and then like we'd have to like sh like literally put their face in front of it, and then they'd be like, "Oh fuck, kill!" And we're like, yeah, get it. <laughs> oh kill fuck, kill! <laughs> oh, fuck, kill the cats. They're like, "Oh shit, that's a thing I can eat." <laughs> like that's how cats function. Like, and they will too, and they'll do that whole side chewing thing that cats like to off to the side. Great, it's great. No, the cats are great. They'll fuck with the spider for like thirty minutes, and the spider's like got like three broken legs. It's really horrible. <laughs> God, cats are horrible assholes. Yeah. They're they're evil. <laughs> I love my cat so much. Uh, yeah, that's how much we like talking about Ben Shapiro. Yeah. We going to talking that, about cats any, and spiders. Does he have so. anything else? to say that it's just no I, he's got like another 30 around. seconds but i'm done i'm done with him because ooh, ooh, ooh. does he does he bring up obama i don't know let's see let's let's let him finish it up and okay. then we'll cut it short i bet he brings up Obama. you had to wait until black panther came out right we heard this about barack obama when he was elected to oh. now that obama's been president black americans will feel like they too can be president it's a transformative moment and yet all we hear now is that america is deeply racist and black people are still systematically systemically discriminated against and that black people are still victims in american society slow the fuck down with your speech <sighs> god damn it god like look not, look, not, look not a second in kyle there was oh, a box. that was amazing that was <laughs> look look it, it doesn't even look <clears throat> <laughs> Just because a black man was elected president, Obama Obama becoming president was was great and and aspirational for a lot of black people. It but then, important. but then they had to live through eight years of being reminded by racist white fucking men why this is still a problem. Oh, and and half of racist half of white women are racist pieces of shit too. Like. Let's yeah. not get well, yeah, like like yeah, yeah, but, no, it's like a solid fifty percent. Like yeah. it's like a it's like a good sixty to seventy percent of white dudes. Right, you're right. I should have I should have just so said like, people, but yeah, yeah, like 
but 50% of white women are just right. horrid. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think you're lowballing it there. <laughs> you, think lowballing it? you think more than 50% of white women are horrid? I think most of all people are horrid people. I'm, a, I'm kind of a misanthrope, so I, I mean, that's me. <laughs> I think averaging out 50% of people are all, all right on a spectrum. But then again, but then on again, in my in my juggaloness and my threshold for people, yeah. you know, you know, I, I I don't even hold myself in a very high regard, so yeah. <laughs> I probably I fall into that. I don't I mean, know. I'm all, I think I'm, I'm all right when it's just me, but you know, mm-hmm. you involve anybody else and like, right. it quickly comes into play whether I'm an asshole or right. not. <laughs> I am a delight. I mean, I can get really passionate and uh, that can get frustrating for people, but I am very nice. Hey, our, our friend liked my new profile picture. He said, sexiest man alive. <laughs> no 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 he only said that because i had a mask on <laughs> well that about does her wraps her all up and it was a pretty good story don't you think made me laugh to beat the band parts anyway i guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations westward the wagons across the sands of time until we oh look at me I'm rambling again well I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves catch you later on down the trail that's it for this week's shows but don't fret we'll be back on Friday with a recently declassified episode of our secret patron show for you freeloaders uh, so you get something for nothing. But all the amazing people who have paid to hear us, uh, they get to listen to all the other stuff that you guys are currently missing out on. So please go check out Patreon.com. Uh, so with that, let's get to our listing of all of our important people who do donate to us each and every month. So we have Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Jeff Prilliman, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman and Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, The Atheist Ranger, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Rob Otto, Mike Yoakum, Fenno3000, and Mr. Mahoney. Thank you all so much. We can't thank you enough for supporting us these past two years. It really does mean the world to us, and we're going to continue bringing you this fine product that we put out there twice a week for... For at least the next couple of years. I mean, I don't see myself doing anything else. I love fucking doing this podcast. So before we wrap this up, we need to remind everybody that if you don't have the means to share money with us via Patreon, we're okay with that, really. Just please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. We did get some listener mail from a couple of people that we are going to address on a upcoming episode because it was a little bit of news. Uh, But yeah, James, we got you there. We're going to definitely talk about that stuff. Anyway... If you think we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on, that'd be great as well. We love the exposure that we get from any kind of review that we get. Uh, And with that, it's time to bring episode number 172 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Or, you're welcome. You're welcome? Uh, Fuck, I don't know. Have a good week, everybody. We'll catch you next week with brand new episodes.
Oh no. <laughs> she That's always a great way to start things. Okay, so fun. <laughs> Alright. sister, won't you come? And wash away the rain, yeah, asshole, kidding. sister. Yeah. 